Hi guys, welcome to the Rory and Tori podcast. We are your financial coaches here to help you reach your money goals and break generational curses. We talk budgeting, real estate, investing, and all things money. We're your hosts, Tori Garza and Aurora Hurtado, tuning in to give you a sip of the good life. Welcome back. This is episode number nine. We're so happy to have you guys back. Yeah, we're excited to get started with this topic. So many good things. I guess we've been going through like a lot these past couple weeks. Last time we talked to you guys or you listened to us, we were coming out of Pomona, California. We did spend half of our weekend in Pomona. We Mm -hmm. spent half of it in San Marcos visiting my little sister. She did head off to Germany. So we made sure to spend some quality time with her before we sent her off. So that was really fun like a whole day out by the beach and we were painting and had this amazing experience out there we went out to Dave and Buster's which I actually haven't gone in a long time oh my god that, that was, was a lot so of much fun. fun yeah so much fun I was telling Kylie one of our friends when I saw her the other day I was like their games are so modern now like yeah. they're all computerized like the pitching games even like the bowling like it's not physical it's yeah. all digital which is crazy and I'm like metaverse 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 <laughs> we're out there we're coming for you but besides all the fun we had we did get really recharged I feel really good about the content that we're going to be providing you guys our mission that Mm -hmm. we are on here to help you guys reach these financial goals and just become financially literate so we're really excited we also want to do a little bit of highlights before we jump into the podcast of some of the things we've been able to accomplish with our clients recently one of the clients that I've been working with told me in our initial consultation that they were living in a really bad housing situation they had super toxic neighbors you know no privacy what whatsoever, but they found it almost impossible to move into a better apartment just because the cost of rent has increased so much these past couple years. It's almost like easier to renew your rent nowadays than it is to actually find a new apartment just because market value for any rentals is insane. I don't know if you guys are shopping, but we saw and we did try shopping around and it was it was pretty pricey. Just with a couple months, we were able to rearrange our budget so that we can fit a slightly higher rent without compromising some of the things that make them happy and we were able to upgrade their living situation of course removing all their toxic neighbors but we were able to get them from a studio apartment up to a two by two apartment girl how exciting so so amazing so if this sounds like something we can do for you let us know because we definitely can whip up something real good for you and this client hasn't been working with you for too long right it's only been like a month or two at this point yeah Yeah. so shows you exactly what financial coaching can do so if this is something that sounds appealing to you whether it's changing apartments getting out of the neighborhood you're into a safer neighborhood getting a new job or just bettering your overall financial situation hit us up hit us up on our email our instagram our website there's so many ways to connect with us we'd be more than happy to help you Mm -hmm. reach those goals that's exactly true we can get it done for you one of the goals that we're touching on today is getting your finances right in your relationship relationship and kind of Mm -hmm. shedding light on the importance of it because it is so critical to Mm -hmm. have this conversation before you're too far in. We're going to talk about this from two different perspectives too. This podcast really touches on how to talk about your finances and how to prevent finances from ruining your relationships. But we come from, of course, Mrs. Garza, who is married, and then me, who, you know, I've been dating for a while now. Put a ring on it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but two different perspectives. For sure. Two different perspectives. And we're going to tell you how to communicate about this early on in a relationship and how to go about it, navigating it through your relationship and just how to make it something that you're comfortable with. But Tori, start us off with the facts. Yeah. So the reason why we want to talk about this is because it's so important. This is one of the top two reasons people split up. So divorces, separation, breakup. This comes right behind infidelity. Okay. So if your partner's not cheating on you, they're hiding money from you or they're in all this debt or you guys are fighting about money for some reason. We've talked about this previously in our podcast that talking about finances is very taboo and we have not been raised to talk about these things and be open. So if this is the number two thing killing relationships, like we need to address it and we need to figure out why it's hurting people in their relationships because I would hate for you to lose the person you think is your absolute soulmate because of your money. This is one thing we can help you get right with and if we can avoid this issue in a relationship like all right worry about cheating because I ain't worrying about my money yeah (laughs) seriously though like cheating if that's number one I guess that's something that as a partner you can't really control but finances is something you can start today you know if you Mm -hmm. didn't start yesterday today is the best time to do it and we're going to show you how to get it done yeah and it's really easy to think that money isn't important to you or your relationship and it's not going to be an issue but we're really going to talk about how it kind of creeps in whether you're together for a year or you're married for five years it is a big problem and once we lay this out you guys will see how it is but married or not financial foundations in a relationship are critical because of the weight it carries I mean like we said number two in killing relationships like we are going to get ahead of that and one thing that I want to say before we get too deep into this choosing a partner is an emotional decision but it's also a financial decision. So we have a lot to think about and a lot to talk about today. So we are going to start off with the facts. Couples who regularly talk about money are happier in their relationships than those who discuss finances less frequently. Guys, it's kind of crazy. We love talking statistics. We love bringing in the facts with research. 42% of people describe their relationship as extremely happy when they talk about money compared to the 27% of people who really don't talk less about money. So if you can just flip the switch if you feel like you can add a little bit of happiness to your relationship talk about finances we'll show you how to get this done but this is a conversation that you want to talk about freely and openly with one another yeah nearly all americans in committed relationships actually it's 91 percent agree that it's important just to discuss their partner's financial history before marriage yet more than one quarter which is 26 percent admit they tend to avoid talking about finances so yeah and if, if this is you you're listening and you're like i would not touch that topic with my spouse or my boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever it is, you need to start rethinking that because a lot of people say in the first and the third years of marriage, money was the most often topic that they fought about. Mm. This beat out tensions, leisure, each other's families, children, and even religion. Can you imagine money being an issue that you fight about above those other things? Like, I feel like the other things are way more important. Well, I mean, religion, children, those are definitely things that people have very strong stances on Mm -hmm. and if you don't agree on that but you don't agree on money more and that causes more of a strain that's Mm -hmm. pretty big and you said it earlier most Americans know that this is something that's important yet fail to actually do something about it that's what your first statistic showed another one that we have for you is that nearly half of currently divorced or separated U.S. adults that's about 48% said that they wish that they spent more time discussing finances before actually getting married yeah 
that. I feel like so many people just don't talk about these things. And like we said, we're coming from two different perspectives. I'm married and I got married very young. I got married at 23. Justin and I were both 23 and our families never talked about finances with us, which is okay. We love you for everything else you taught us, but it's not something that we were told to talk about. Mm -hmm. And my parents are personally going through a divorce right now. And money is a really big issue holding up the divorce and what they're fighting about. And if we could have just laid down the financial foundation from the beginning, things probably would have been a lot easier for us. Not to say that we've had any issues, which I'm so thankful for that I have a great partner, but I can easily see how that could be an issue. We kind of went into our marriage agreeing that we were equals. We were going to do what we had to do to support each other to make our lives work. It's a lot different because of his career when he was a minor league baseball player. He was making like seven, eight thousand dollars a year. Wow. And I was really carrying us up until recently when he got called up to the major leagues, which was a big blessing and changed our finances completely. But we already had this understanding that we were equals because he was the breadwinner at one point and I was the breadwinner at another point. It didn't make us superior to one another. We just mm-hmm. had this idea and this level of trust and balance in our relationship. But that's because we got really lucky and because my husband's so understanding, I feel like it wouldn't be the same for every person. But what do you feel like your relationship with finances and Ramon has been like so far? So you would be surprised to know he was actually the one that started his debt-free journey before I did. And when he first brought it up, I did not want to hear anything about it because I was so used to maxing out my credit cards and, you know, I had taken out quite a bit of student loans. He was the one that actually introduced me Mm -hmm. to this new idea of you actually can be debt-free and you can actually like live a better life. You're like, boy, what? I'm like, what does that even mean? That's not what my mom and dad told me. They told me to go get a credit card in two just because you can get good discounts when you apply to it. <laughs> Dude. Dude, my mom was oh, bad at that. She'd be like, so oh, bad. I get 20% off if I open it. I'm going to open it. And now I'm like, I don't need it. No. I don't need it. <laughs> oh, because then you forget about it. And then yeah. you have some people calling you up. So he got you, in, so he got he, you into finances and getting a hold of your debt, right? Yeah, but he also was the one that started talking about it first. We kind of were lucky because we met when we were both in college. So at the time, neither him or I Mm -hmm. had really a good source of income. We were both college students living off like part-time jobs as tutors. That's actually where we met (laughs) as tutors. I know we both had this. We were literally like exact equals. But after he graduated, he got this full-time job and I was still a college student making, you know, $15 an hour for, you know, 10 hours, 20 hours a week. So we really did have to learn to balance that Mm -hmm. and kind of took on some of the financial burdens off of me while I was going through school but he's the one that really brought me into like finances and now we have it a lot more equal of course but it's just like we had met at such an early point in our lives where finances were just something we didn't really think about yeah and I feel like since we both got into finances in different periods of our life it changes everything like I said my husband and I didn't start with the financial foundation we should have and you guys obviously got to that point before marriage which is great and I feel like a lot of people might be questioning right now like when is it the right time to bring up finances in a relationship and that's a really good question because you don't want to be <laughs> on your first day after you swipe right hey nice to meet you what's your credit score what are your assets <laughs> like what's your income no exactly oh my gosh I can't imagine somebody asking me that like what does that look like for you I'd be kind of scared of just 
tell a random person that (laughs) i feel like us though right now being financial coaches if somebody brought that up i'd be like "Ooh, you have your ish together but no the average person would be like whoa 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 nice to meet you we would be the ones that are definitely a lot more we'd be we'd be the ones that you probably want to stay away from just because we're so pushy on these dudes seriously Nowadays, finances are so different. Back in the day, it was pretty much you got married and you combined everything in terms of finances, getting a mortgage, a house together. Things are a little bit different nowadays, especially with mainstream celebrities like not getting married. And we're seeing just finances be in a different order now. The first thing that we see people that are dating do is move in together before they actually get married, Mm -hmm. which can be a little bit tricky just because there's so much protection when you're married married in terms of assets and stuff but you still want to talk about it beforehand right nowadays it's taking millennials three times longer to get married than it is to move in together but that's such a big point in your lives like when you move in with somebody you're really combining all of that baggage you're bringing all of this stuff together this is definitely a crucial point where you actually want to start bringing up the financial topic in your relationship if you're wanting to move in together prior to marriage which is really what we're seeing a lot right now right and I feel like a lot of people do wait until they get married to start having these conversations but as we just told you guys with the statistics a lot of people wish they would have had these conversations Mm -hmm. before getting into a marriage so honestly the timeline is up to you but truly what we would recommend is whenever you think you're getting serious with somebody when you're going to start taking those next steps getting engaged moving in together purchasing a home together that's really when you should lay out all of your finances and get a good picture of Mm -hmm. what's going on for one another because not only will it show you what type of situation they're working with and you are entering into it'll also let you know what their goals are and see how aligned you are with what you want for your future so I would say the best time to talk about this is when you know I want to pursue this person I want to do more with them I want to build a life with them or I want to seriously date them I'm not saying go and ask them their income but you guys should slowly start talking about what your financial situation is like are you comfortable with money right now is money tight do you have debt that you need to pay off especially when you guys are dating seriously like I Mm -hmm. can't imagine dating somebody and going on these dates every weekend not knowing that they're in debt not knowing that I'm hurting the issue more than helping it yeah and when you're like ready to make that next step with the person you want to make sure that you're both growing you can't grow with somebody who you don't even know what their finances are looking like because growing can be moving in together getting married having children all of those things are things that require your finances to be in order for you to raise those children comfortably and you know move into a home that you both are comfortable in you guys probably don't know exactly how to start these conversations but keep listening till the end we have a few starter questions to get you guys going and get your minds moving about this topic and hopefully open the lines of communication between you and your partner but Mm -hmm. it's so important to get your money right with your baby your lover whatever it is because the fact is this is killing a lot of relationships and we want to eliminate any threats to our relationship and to our finances Mm -hmm. here's the thing guys nearly two out of three marriages start in debt that's a big number that's kind of scary you're taking on somebody's debt or somebody's taking on your debt well more than that like when you get married it's not just that person's debt it becomes your debt too yeah that's a lot that's something that people don't really realize that once you get married you're bringing that debt into a relationship or you're taking on that debt which is totally fine you know it's definitely something that you 
agreed on when you married, but you have to know that you're agreeing to that. And that's why it's important to have your finances in order before you start merging somebody or bringing somebody new into your life. Yeah. So we definitely recommend being transparent with your partner. Lay out the situation. Once you guys know, okay, I'm getting serious with this person or we are serious and we haven't started talking about this, start talking about it because going in with full transparency will only help you. I know it's very scary to have people see the ugly parts of you, the messed up things that you've done in the past, the mismanagement you've had with money but to understand somebody's financial situation you're going to have a better understanding of their habits and of course their priorities which is so important and what their future goals are too yeah and talking about money early on in your relationship can bring a lot to light so are you willing to take on ten thousand dollars in student loan debt and credit card debt from your partner you can really decide whether you want to pursue this person especially if you know they have twenty thousand dollars in debt and you're hanging out with them you're dating them and they're still accumulating debt Mm -hmm. do you want to enter a marriage like that and it's not to say you don't have to marry them or be serious with them but it makes it a lot easier to understand where somebody's coming from and kind of help them out of that situation yeah help them out that's literally what Ramon did for me I feel like because once I got that cleared up let me tell you guys I felt good and even though we're not married me having that cleared up helped so much and like what I've been able to accomplish my savings plans my retirement goals it just makes a huge difference it's not even just us it could be like your income too so when you're looking at the person that you're dating or that you're going to be married to you want to make sure that their income and career goals align with what you see for yourself for example let's say you have a boyfriend who wants to continue working part-time as a server or continuing being a barista and and that that might be fine for the time being but is that something that's going to sustain both you your partner and children if that's something that you will eventually want to bring into the equation yeah and what you want for life if if I had a partner and they were a barista no shade to you at all but if I had these aspirations let's say my boyfriend was a barista and I want to travel the world I do Mm -hmm. want all these Gucci bags I'm not saying they have to provide for me but are they going to be able to keep up with the lifestyle that I want the things that Mm -hmm. I want in my life and that's so important because that could really deteriorate a relationship and it's not even essentially about money it's about your goals because of what money does for you yeah and you also want to think about like what is that job provide you with because you might want like health benefits health insurance oh my god it's so expensive to get like healthcare nowadays especially in the u.s maybe not in other countries that provide those services for free but that's something that we actually have to consider when you're deciding who you're going to be with and like we said if they do want to be a barista that's great but does it align with what you want for your home or for yourself are you going to be able to purchase a home are you going to be able to move out of state is that all they want for themselves and you better get that question out of the way now because you may think you're so in love with this person and them being a barista for their whole lives is so cute but in reality what you want for your life and what you have envisioned it's not gonna align with that and that's why we need to talk about these things and get serious and vulnerable and it is very scary it's very scary to push somebody in that manner but what if they don't even have that boost behind them or that drive to do better what if they're extremely happy with being a barista and they're okay they they have a house they pay their mortgage they don't need to go out on the weekends they're doing just 
just fine. That's what they want for their life, but is that what you want for your life? One of my friends that I was talking to, she wanted to start getting her finances in order, but her partner didn't. Funny enough, I had gotten them a book that talks about like finances. I had mentioned, you know, the financial coaching that I can help them out, and she was super on board, but her partner was not on mm. board. He literally spent all night reading the book that I got them and was super excited to start getting a hold of their finances. But I'll tell you, sometimes your partner might just not even know what's possible. You might not even see that this is something that people obtain just because you've never seen a happy relationship or partnership tackle on their finances together and like come out successful. And you guys can learn together. You guys can learn together. And that's totally something that we're willing to help you with. But again, we want to make sure that your future goals are aligned. Like, are they aligned? Yeah, because what if you do have a dream home that you definitely want to purchase by the time you die? These amazing vacations you want to go on, you want to retire early, you want to leave money for your children. If your partner doesn't have those same goals, that could really hurt your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it might not hurt it the first 10 years together. But if it comes to children and leaving a legacy and even tithing at church or donating to your local communities, like that's a big thing. And I know those are just moral things that you need to think about. Like, are we morally aligned? We need to be morally aligned with our partners, not necessarily all the time, but I'm pretty sure if you're not morally aligned, it's not going to work out when it comes to it at the end of the day. Like if this person wants to spend their money and be selfish and do them, that's fine. But there's probably somebody else out there for them that has those same goals or not goals, I would say. But there are people that that do have bigger goals that you can match with and find a better future with. Yeah, those same moral goals are so important. I love that you bring up tithing because I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before. But to me, like tithing, which if you guys aren't familiar with that word, that's a biblical term. But tithing is pretty much giving 10% of your total income towards church or it can be towards helping others. Mm -hmm. I believe that tithing is super important. And that means that whichever partner I do decide to spend my future with, I would hope that that's something that they feel is a moral obligation as well, because giving back is so important. And I'll tell you guys, once I started tithing, I felt like cash, or I don't want to say cash like that, but just my finances started getting in order and my income started increasing. You know how much money we made last year. Like literally, as soon as I got all of that together, it felt like everything got in order. And that was probably, you know, Jesus telling me that I needed to tithe and showing me what the benefits of tithing was. Right. But again, that to me is something that's a moral obligation, especially at this point in my life. Right. That it's so huge. And that we talked about children and you're also going to be creating these examples for children. I mean, if you guys are not on the same page with finances, mom likes to spend, dad likes to save. What are you teaching your kid? It's okay to be divided. It's okay to have these two separate goals as a married couple or as partners in unity. I believe it really is important to want the same things and help each other succeed and to teach your kids the same thing that you guys are practicing. You don't want them to get these miscommunications on what your guys' situation is with finances and your beliefs. Like dad should be paying all the bills. Mom is the one who shops all the time. Like you guys need to understand what your values are. And if you do have children, you're going to be implementing this to them, whether you know it or not. Like I don't think our parents knew everything that they were doing. We were absorbing whether we were young and paying attention or kind of just sitting on the sidelines, like taking things in little Mm -hmm. by little. Like we took what we needed from it. We made it the education that we have on finances is what we got from our parents, you know? So you have to make sure you guys are talking about these things because your kids are going to learn if you do want children, of course. And we're saying all this just hypothetically. We're not telling you you need to get married. You do you. We're not telling you to have kids. You do you. 
but these are things to consider if you're going to be with a partner and you're Mm -hmm. not talking about finances yeah because you don't want it to be like oh dad is like the fun parent who always takes us out eating and mom doesn't like spending anything because she only cares about us going to school and And budgeting (laughs) yeah i'm budgeting like no this is something that you guys are doing together but you have to have that conversation so you can merge everything together so that whatever you're doing and showing your children is equal not just mom's doing this dad's doing this like no this is what the family does together yeah definitely and you should get in front of any situations before you are too tied into this relationship with this person you can figure out whether they have a gambling problem spending issues if they have lawsuits against them that are going to potentially ruin your guys's finances or if they have a ton of debt Mm -hmm. so there's so many different things i know it's very very scary to talk about we're going to keep saying that but there's so much that we can take away from being transparent and of course if you're with the right person you guys are going to be on the same team and hopefully share the same goals and if you're long-term partners that's going to get you so far so in a relationship it's a team you guys are a team so you want to help your teammate reach the overall goal whatever your mission may be but it's easier to do that when you have a full understanding of what the other person is dealing with I know initially in my marriage I was always the spender and Justin was always the saver and it wasn't an issue for us but I started realizing his habits were a lot different than mine and it wasn't fair it wasn't fair that he was saving money and not spending on things that he wanted and I was buying every single thing that I wanted you know and if we could have addressed that earlier on our relationship like I said there's no issues with us with our finances at all but I can easily see how he could resent me mm-hmm. like I'm making this money I'm working hard and my wife is just blowing it and that could have just been due to a lack of communication you mm-hmm. know if you guys would have had like a set budget like oh Justin gets to spend $300 a month on this and you can spend $300 a month on something else you yeah. know that's fairness yeah but you have to start talking about that those finances get that budget together so that no buildup resentment ends up pouring into other areas of your marriage right and your teammates so or your relationship like <laughs> Ramon did for you he encouraged you to pay off this debt to get financially right which we love and your partner can do the same thing for you and I, I'm sure it'll, it will show you if this is a person you want to be with when you guys get into these situations is this person encouraging me are they telling me to kind of take a second before I make this purchase or slow down I've been spending too much because they genuinely care about you and know what your goals are and they want you to succeed not because they are trying to hold you back by any means but you're a team these are things that we need a teammate for in life mm-hmm. is to help us reach our goals because what's that saying it's like together or alone you can go fast but together we go far like that's you and your relationship and you should really think about it like that but being open is very rewarding the vulnerability brings you a lot closer to your partner like we just said they can help you reach your goals whatever that is we have a lot of goals in our lives that we Mm -hmm. may set out for yeah so Justin and Ramon actually did serve us as like inspiration they really helped us align and see what goals we wanted to accomplish mm-hmm. they didn't even know it either like Justin mm-hmm. didn't know I'm sure him listening to this right now he's like oh I didn't know that you saw me like that but imagine if we would have been a lot more vulnerable about that he could have easily pushed me a little bit harder or yeah. really been on my side to help me not spend or fix the things that I was trying to improve as you would in any aspect of your life or your relationship you want your partner to support you and 
and guide you and kind of be that person cheering you on, mm-hmm. letting you know that you're not alone. And we want you to be that inspiring partner because both of us were inspired by our partners, but maybe you can be the one that starts talking about this in your relationship. How can you bring it up? We're going to give you some good questions that can help you um, start talking about this more openly. Yeah. So there's a lot of different goals, whether you want to be wealthy or you want all these vacations for you to want to talk to your partner about these. So one of the things that you guys can do, you know, there's a lot of different goals that you can help each other with. So some of the goals that your partner could have is like financing a business, getting that dream car, purchasing some investment properties, just communicate what those goals are for you so that you can both get these done together. Because if you don't want to work 60, 60, you know, 40 plus years and you want to retire maybe at like 35, 40, that's something that you want to communicate with your partner because this is something that you can definitely accomplish together but you have to voice out what those goals are yeah and it's so much easier to put those goals out into the world with your partner because if you don't tell them I want to start a business my dream car is a Tesla I want to have multiple investment properties they have no idea and they're not putting in the work that's going to align with that because you didn't set those boundaries or you didn't lay out the foundation for what you want and it is important to know what you want but also start questioning them figure out what they want they might not even have been put in this corner before where they need to answer these questions but it's important to know what your partner wants out of life and like we said money isn't everything but it does buy you happiness Mm -hmm. it does bring you comfort it does bring you support and it gives you freedom so it is something that you need to consider especially in your relationship because those are all things that we all want deep down and let me tell you this if you're moving in with somebody tell (laughs) them if you're moving in with somebody what happens if your partner's parents get sick they might have to move in with you and that could potentially become a financial burden on you and your household Mm -hmm. you really have to think about that because you're not just merging bank accounts but you're literally merging your lives and the other person's family members as well because what if they're not comfortable bringing in your parents if they get sick or you know if they get laid off or something like that yeah this is something that you have to talk about because if that's a deal breaker you want to bring that on earlier rather than later yeah and going back to like investment properties or financing your dream car how hard would it be if your partner wasn't reaching for those goals with you and little did you know like we were talking about earlier we're opening up credit cards every place that was offering them Mm -hmm. a discount like how is that going to impact the goals that you guys have or that you have and it's not to say you and your partner need to have the same goal but it is very important to challenge each other to reach your individual goals and whatever goals that you do have together and like we said you guys may not have similar goals but overall you guys should have pretty big goals that are the same as far as what you want for your life. Do you want to own a home? Do you want to keep renting? Do you want to tie that church? Do you want to help your community? Do you want to leave money for your grandchildren, for your children? Or do you want to just get them by till they're 18 and say bye? Yeah, it depends which culture you're in. But like Hispanic kids tend to stay in the household for a long time. Housing is so expensive that it's just a lot easier to live with your parents for more than 18 years. But definitely get it together because even if you're not married, even if you're only dating, you getting your finances in order, it's going to allow for you to attract somebody who also has their stuff together. If you're not very good with money, you're probably going to attract somebody who also just likes blowing their money on a week to week basis and probably lives paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I feel like it's so critical to touch on because Justin and I, once 
once we got married, we combined all of our finances. And if we were on different pages, I can't imagine how impossible it would be to get along just because he knows we have the same goals. We want to pay off our home, buy our dream home after this. So we are saving every dollar, every penny we can. And let's say we have $5,000 in our checking account. We've paid all of our bills. I tell him, hey, I'm going to leave us with $800 in our checking. So I'm putting $4,200 in our savings, okay? And he's like, okay. And we just know we have to make that work. But if he was like, no, we're not putting that away. I want to buy this and that. Like that would cause a lot of friction in our relationship because I know that money is for a bigger goal. But because we share similar goals with the dream homes that we want and we encourage each other by sending each other million dollar (laughs) homes on Zillow. And you know what? I'm like, after he sends me a home or I send him a home, I'm like, hey, let me look at our bank account. How much would I need for that? All right, I need 30,000 more to to get that dream home. Like every thousand counts. Yes, it does count. It definitely does. Like, what do you guys want to do? Because for me, I know I have a vision board upstairs and part of my vision board includes all the areas and destinations I want to go to. And my partner, knowing that I have that, knowing that I want to get those things and go to those places, definitely encourages me and knows exactly like how much I need to have saved so that I can take those trips and even take my family on fun trips. Just like, you know, we, we were able to go out to Chicago a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, definitely. That's that's huge. And especially with your family goals, are those aligned? Like I know personally, Justin and I have had to help my sister um, a few times throughout college to get by, which we're totally okay okay with but if he wasn't okay with that that would be a problem and not because I would say it's a problem but because in my heart I feel like I need to help my sister and in his heart he feels like his money is his money and that's a really big thing to kind of tackle in a Mm -hmm. relationship is to know where your values are does it align with your family goals your future goals your financial goals it's all in line and there's a lot of different ways that you can handle your finances with your partner you can either have like joint accounts you can have separate accounts which it sounds like you guys went the joint route you can also do something that's like hybrid based, which hybrid just means that you probably have a couple joint accounts and a couple separate accounts. I think I would probably recommend having all your income go into that joint account. And then if you guys want to make your separate expenses, you put your money in your account and then your partner's money in their separate account. That's probably if you're married. If you're if you're still dating, you probably still want to keep everything separate and just use, you know, different apps like Zelle or Venmo, whatever works best for you guys to keep the finances as equal as possible. Yeah. And then of course, once you do get into that seriousness of a relationship and you do start bringing in finances it's important to figure out how you guys want to split your finances Mm -hmm. whether it's 50 50 down the middle but a lot of people do a percentage of each other's income so let's say aurora made two thousand a month and ramon made four thousand and their apartment's two thousand is it fair for aurora to put in a thousand and ramon to put in a thousand because that leaves him with three thousand dollars left and her with a thousand you can easily do okay let's both do 25 percent of our income so it's fair to one another right and if you Mm -hmm. did have a problem with that then your partner is either going to have to up Mm -hmm. their game and get some more income or maybe this is not somebody you're going to want to be with if they can't match you or have those goals or reach those Mm -hmm. goals together you know because of these income issues exactly there's a lot of different ways maybe you can like share or split the responsibility for certain bills that you have Mm -hmm. maybe one person takes on the mortgage bills and then the other person takes over utilities which you'd have to kind of 
analyze what those ratios look like but that's something that we see very common as well yeah like I feel comfortable taking on this is just an example saying like I feel comfortable if you pay the mortgage because you get paid more and I will pay the electricity and the water bill and my car payment you pay your car payment as long as you both deem it equal then you guys are okay but we need to make sure that you're on the same page Mm -hmm. because if you're not on the same page that's when a lot of that tension is built up oh yeah and it starts little by little whether it's when you're dating and one person is paying for all the date Mm -hmm. or when you guys do get married or you move in and this person is buying all the groceries but your husband or boyfriend is eating a crap ton compared to you (laughs) it's stuff to think about definitely and if you're still in the dating phase like how are you guys going to handle those dinner dates if you're not living with your partner you got to talk about that early yeah definitely and I know you were talking about different types of accounts that you can have so we do see people have like a joint savings account together but they have their own checking accounts whatever it is but this brings us to our next topic which is very sticky and I feel like a lot of people avoid it but it's prenups and I just want to lay it out right now prenups are not just for rich people a lot of people think I need a prenup if my husband fiance girlfriend fiance all make a hundred thousand or more they're a doctor and I do nothing and, and it's it's way beyond that it really depends on what state you live in um, a lot of people do think that if you talk about a prenup or you get a prenup you're kind of signing your your divorce already you're mm-hmm. saying before you get into this marriage that it's going to end and that is not true at all because relationships do end and as much as we do want to avoid divorce they are happening they're happening at a quicker rate than ever before so you need to protect yourself and all of these people who go into marriages I'm sure they don't think that they're going to get a divorce but it's something that may happen mm-hmm. and you know what if it doesn't happen thank you Jesus we're so happy for you long live you guys whatever that relationship is I hope it thrives but if it doesn't if you guys run into money issues or whatever types of issues it's good to lay these foundations down when you're in love and happy rather than in the middle of a divorce trying to take your partner's 401k that they didn't earn it's very important to lay down these guidelines as far as okay what you contribute to your 401k what I contribute I get that down the middle or we both split that down the middle or you can take 80% of the breadwinner. I can take 20% because I was a stay-at-home mom. Whatever it may be, do these things before things get sticky and there's mm-hmm. problem and hate because once you get to that point, it's too far. Like I said, my parents are personally going through a divorce right now and it's very unfair. It's very unfair seeing it firsthand how one parent was very smart with investing in their 401k, not a big spender. The other one, big, big spender, no savings account. And now that they're splitting up, one parent is like, okay, I'm coming for all their stuff because I don't have anything to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And you're my partner. So we we do deserve to split this equally. And I just don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They didn't plan things out appropriately. And like I said, it, it's not really writing or signing your divorce certificate if you do get a prenup you're really protecting yourself and you are being fair because you guys will agree on this when you are happy and in love that this is the way this is going to go down this is what is equitable for both of us worst case scenario it just never gets used right. you know best exactly. case scenario you already know what's coming yes. you've already agreed for it in advance yep. and 
I think uh, the main issue is that we just don't know what prenups are. Prenups sound scary. You say prenup, the first time I heard it, I'm like, I'm not going to marry somebody who I think I'm going to divorce. Yeah. But you just don't know what you can do with a prenup. One of the things that you can do is assign assets that you've owned before you've gotten married. Like right now, I have a good amount of money in my 401k, probably more than like your average 25-year-old does. But if I was to marry, I want to make sure that that money is mine. Right. But the nice thing is that when you marry your my assets aren't going to stay right there my assets are probably going to get keep increasing because I'm going to keep contributing into my 401k into my retirement plans Um, with the prenup I can actually discuss with my partner what it is that they are going to keep from their retirement what I'm going to keep from my retirement so that it doesn't become an issue down the line inheritances that's a big one guys even debts even Even debts debts. you can be taking on somebody's debt if you don't have a prenup depending Mm -hmm. on what state you're in and it's really important to look into your state laws because some states say y'all split everything down the middle I don't care who earned what yeah and some states are like okay you guys fight it out till you decide who gets what and that's that's where it gets really tricky but especially if you're in a state that says you guys split it down the middle and you know that you're a surgeon and your wife doesn't do anything do you want to give her half of everything I mean that would be so nice but you need to protect yourself and think of these things when it comes to that point if you're making millions and she's taking five hundred thousand of it that's that's a lot of money that you're losing because of the hard work that you put in and you're saying the positive things you're talking about the best case scenario for the surgeon now what happens if you're married to a surgeon but you're not a surgeon and you're like a stay-at-home mom if you have everything split right in the middle that also means that you're taking on hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt Mm -hmm. that's ridiculous you know that that's how it is stated in some of these states. And are you gonna let the government decide how your assets get split? How many times have you we seen the government like screw us over? Does anybody actually trust what the government right, says nowadays? No way. Leaving all your money and your finances up for grabs for the government to decide what you're gonna do with it or what they want you to do with it is just not really fair for you or your partner. Yeah, that's you know? y'all's decision. It's not fair, but get educated. Talk to somebody about a prenup and don't make an excuse that, oh, I I don't have the money to get a prenup like they're not expensive they're not expensive at I think all the most the, the scariest part about them is people assuming that you are already assuming the end of your marriage which is mm-hmm. not true and like we said assets inheritances mm-hmm. if your family or your dad grandpa leaves you these homes to you when you're single and you get married a few years later and you and your spouse divorce and they want that property or half of the equity I don't think that's fair but you guys might So that's why it's important to lay those lines down. Like we personally had a friend just tell us Mm -hmm. that her grandfather has property and he doesn't want to leave it to her yet because he doesn't know who she's going to marry. And that can be very tricky and they can take that from her. And it's, it's very scary, but it's the reality of things. And if she had a prenup in line or if she talked about that with him and kind of understood what that looked like, I'm sure he would more confidently give that away to her knowing that she's protected mm-hmm. and that he is not going to lose everything that he's worked for because of her divorce. Yeah. I mean, I have, you know, my parents have a home that they own and it's probably going to get 
get split between me and my three siblings to think that that home could also get split with one of my partners you know if we were to divorce or your siblings partners or my siblings partners guys that hurts. think about that like you we really have to be protected like yeah. do we get health insurance when we're healthy or when we're like in the hospital no we get that beforehand do we get car insurance when our car is nice and running or do we get car insurance once it's totaled mm. those are all things that we have to get beforehand assuming worst case scenario just because we do want to be protected like we wear a seatbelt in our car because we want to be protected in case we get in an accident you know? right and you don't hope that accident's gonna happen and a lot of the times it doesn't happen but if it did happen you're ready you're safe you're ready that's what we want you to make sure that you're ready and prepared for okay so get mm-hmm. a prenup if you're not married right yeah we're not against it but you don't have to get one we definitely do recommend it though going into this with a lot of financial knowledge now and how it can protect you and the assets that you have or that may come in a few years it's really important to lay those those lines down and kind of understand what your partner wants what do they think is fair if you know that your one partner is gonna keep being a barista but he's like you know what I think that we should split things down the middle equally if we do get a divorce and you're like I know that I'm going to law school I'm gonna be a lawyer and you're staying a barista I'm not splitting everything down the middle like that's something that you need to talk about but we know that we've given you guys so much information and Mm -hmm. it's very challenging stuff but it's only because we want you to protect yourselves we want you to get ahead of these issues before they turn into something bigger or they ruin your relationship because finances number two on the list for killing relationships get ahead of it definitely so we're gonna give you some questions that you can ask yourself and your partner the first one is what are your financial goals just plain and simple throw it out there what are some of the things that you want to accomplish with money Mm -hmm. yeah number two how do you measure financial success it's something important for you to understand but also understand how your partner measures those things as well number three is what is one thing that you wish your parents did differently with money i think we all kind of have quite a bit of traumas that we've seen talk about it what are some things that you wish they did and then of course we talked about the prenup but number four do you think that the money you earn in a marriage only belongs to you so before you get married ask your partner hey if you make twenty thousand dollars a month um, does that mean that that's all your money and the money I make the three thousand I make is my money or are we combining them that's really important to talk about before you get too deep into your marriage and you do find it unfair and you might find it fair it's all based on your preferences to each their own the only person you want to be on the same page with is your partner Mm -hmm, exactly question number five is what is your ideal situation with income and splitting expenses this is what we were talking about earlier how are you going to get everything split whether it's 50 50 whether it's percentages or whether you have certain items allocated for one partner and other items allocated for the other partner like splitting utilities or mortgage things like that yeah definitely so those are the five questions that we have i would suggest you ask yourself these questions first so Mm -hmm. you know what your answers are and you know what your goals are because you don't want to go asking your partner when you have no idea what your financial goals are Mm -hmm. what you think about these things do you really want to have your head on your shoulders first before you go messing with somebody else's head exactly yeah no a hundred percent agree with what you're saying there we want to make sure that you guys are both aligned but figure out what you want first don't let somebody influence you before you start thinking and dreaming fearlessly yeah because you also don't want somebody to limit what it is that you want to accomplish whether it is you know retiring early or going on all these luxurious vacations or getting all the gucci bags that you can imagine for yourself (laughs) (laughs) so relationships are hard enough as it is so don't Mm -hmm. let finances be something that brings you down especially if it's something 
that we can get in front of, we can acknowledge and work on together. And if you're with the right person, this is your partner. This is your teammate. This is somebody who's supposed to help you grow and get better. Whatever stage it is or whatever area it is in life, they should be helping you. And your finances is one thing, but you also have to be the helper to them as well Mm -hmm. and help them reach their goals. So remember, we're working as a team here, but it is so important to talk about these things before we get too far in. And please don't ask somebody their credit score on the first date. No, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Or their debts. (laughs) I mean, maybe like fourth date if you think that they have bad habits or before you do want to start getting serious (laughs) with them. Like, okay, I kind of can tell this guy's living out of his car. So how much money do you make? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Oh my gosh. That's Just throw them all out to this person. First date if you're in dating phase. (laughs) Right. I mean, if that's if that's what you like and they're okay with it, then you found your soulmate, baby. Yeah. How aggressive are you trying to get? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, I'm trying to get married next year. So what's your credit score? What is I your income? I want five like? children in five years. You are know, you down or are you not down? I feel like that's <laughs> an equally as important topic. Like the way you guys talk about kids, you should talk about money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We encourage you guys have these tough conversations, help your partner reach their goals and make sure that they're helping you reach yours and protect yourselves. Well, Yay. guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at noon. We're going to have the podcast live. Live on all our platforms which of course includes spotify and apple podcast youtube you're going to see the video content on there as well don't forget to pop off and give us the tea we want you to send us an anonymous message let us know what you're struggling with financially and we're going to help you address those issues that you're going through on the podcast um, of course remember to subscribe and please go in and rate all of our podcasts it helps us out tremendously if you you give us five stars um, and then of course if you have any questions just reach us at info at rory and we're gonna help you out you can also reach us on instagram all right all right and if you need coaching feel free to hit us up we have a few more spots open for august and we're taking a few more clients for september as well so now's your time to get in christmas is around the corner mm-hmm. 2023 is around the corner we want to start you off on the right foot but thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll catch you next time see Bye. ya